Welcome everyone to the Streaky Shooters Podcast, Episode 2. My name is Jason Schnall. I'm hosting along with David Galili and Joe Robinson. What a do, baby? How are we going, guys? How's it going? Uh, we're excited to get started and continue with the podcast. First, we're going to talk about our Streaky Shooter of the Week. Um, for those of you who weren't here last time, this is a segment we identify one player each week who's had a, a streaky shooting week, and we um, talk about it. We give so, them the streaky shooter Joe, of the week basketball. Joe, would you like to, to talk about the streaky shooter this week? Uh, first, a drum roll. So, Schnall. And our week two streaky shooter of the week goes out to Kyle Kuzma. Kuz! Kyle <laughs> Kuzma, who's shooting a hot 25% from three-point land. Actually had a pretty decent past two games with his three-point shooting, saving the Lakers in the Phoenix game. They were Classic down, shooter save they were, LeBron. They, they were down, they were down, I believe, like one or two points, and Kuzma hit two huge threes in under three minutes left to put them up by four. And then also against, even though they took the L that game in Toronto, they were down nine. Kuzma brings them to within two with his three-point shooting. He hit three clutch threes in the last four minutes of the game. Uh... Ultimately, the Lakers ended up losing more so because uh, Anthony Davis wouldn't stop bitching and complaining about what he thought he kept on getting fouled, and LeBron refused to play defense, and their transition defense just like really sucks <laughs> right now. So they ended up, yeah, they ended up taking that L. But shout out Kuz who shot forty-two and fifty percent in those last two games to save the Lakers behind. So yeah, what, what do we yeah. think of Kuz, guys? Do you think I mean, I, I'm, okay. I'm kind he, of an internal debate about this? What do you think? He's clearly he's for the Lakers to win the championship. He has to be their fourth best player, because um, I I think Dan, in the playoffs Danny Green's gonna yeah, be their third absolutely, best player. Absolutely, I agree. Yeah, he's gonna have to be a good fourth best player. I need, I'll follow that up. I need Kuzma to be their fourth best player, but a really close fifth is I need I need Avery Bradley. I need Avery yeah. Bradley to either tone it up on defense or literally just. Avery Bradley, go to the gym and only put up three pointers from now on because like nope, you're you're not gonna get but you're too small. You're not gonna get buckets by driving. Just become that shooting guard that can just nail threes when LeBron hits you in the corner. Just, I mean that's what that's what Mario that. Chalmers did in Miami. Yep. For exactly, LeBron. like yeah. Le- LeBron yeah. just needs that guy and like Danny. Yes, Danny Green will be that in the playoffs. Hopefully, that's what we wish for. Yeah. But they need that. But they also need that in their fit. Yeah, he needs more than one right now. And. And that's why like, I'm also kind of torn on Kuzma. Like, yeah, yeah, Kuzma's like, okay, LeBron has a body of a power forward, even though he's playing him, they're playing him at point guard, right? Uh, Anthony Davis plays power forward, obviously. And, like, Kuzma's also a power forward. But if Kuzma can, can transition into a stretch three, where he plays small forward, and he starts taking threes a little bit more than driving and, like, posting up, yeah. like, if Kuzma were to just go, go to the gym, put up 300 threes a day, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Like... 100 threes for breakfast, 100 threes for lunch, <laughs> and 100 threes little for dinner. Maybe sprinkling a little 20s a snack. And maybe, yeah, some, yeah, yeah. maybe some dessert every once in a while, yeah. you know? Maybe hit that 450, 500 mark. If Kuzma can become, like, a 35 to 40% three-point shooter, I don't see why he doesn't become tied third-best player with Danny Green. He I think, yeah. Danny Green I think that's, the, that's the big thing with Kuzma's development is can he get the three-point shot down? If not, he sucks. Yeah. If he can, then he's going to be well, a if great not, piece for It's not that he sucks. It's just, like, eh, it's not. He's just he's, he's not needed. He becomes... He becomes vestigious. He becomes he, a vestigious striker. If he can't shoot threes, Kyle Kuzma what, sucks. What does Kyle Kuzma do well, though? That's the thing. Like, exactly. He's a scorer. He's a scorer. Exactly, but that, that comes with shooting. It's right. hard to be a scorer in the NBA. Well, no, that comes shot. with needing the ball in your hand. But you know who else needs the ball in their hands? LeBron and AD. Yeah, but even if you put Kuzma on a team by himself, he's not 
Exactly. Alright, alright. I, I think this, is enough, I think game, this but... is enough about Kuzma. Yeah, let's stop talking about the streaky shooter. The I mean, I just, I really, th- I didn't think we got enough of Jay Crowder last week, guys. We needed... I agree, I agree. <laughs> Nobody cares about Jay Crowder. That's we, the thing, right. Jay Crowder is that. Uh... We needed some Memphis Grizzlies Jay Crowder. Alright, before we on get ja. into our main segment today, we just want to shout out David Sixers, who, who are on right now. And no, we, how are we, they doing right now, David? So, so we're up by a few in, in Orlando. Off of back-to-back, no Joel Embiid. I'm kind of liking mm. it. Magic are a decent squad. They could make the playoffs this year. Magic are looking to trade for DeMar DeRozan. I heard. I saw that. What, That's what, what are they going to gain from that, though? They, they, will, they will be Nothing. a seven seed in the East. De- DeMar would, would get no. progressively worse than he already has. Like I, Listen, I, don't, I don't know what the gain is there. I just DeMar DeRozan's just, so just like, give a sure, he can get buckets, but like, he's just, what is he? He's a better Evan Fournier. He's a better Evan Fournier. He's a taller Evan Fournier. Yeah, he's a taller Evan Fournier. <laughs> Four like, years ago, DeMar DeRozan listen, he's ran, a like, good player. He's a good league. player, and I talked about him last week. I think he's a very good player, but I just don't think adding him to this mix elevates their offense enough as to where it's enough to compete. So I oh, just no, don't see it. I mean, could they win a playoff series? I guess. Like, they, they're, they're, I, I'd say it's very unlikely, yeah. but there's an outcome where they win yeah. a playoff series if they could trade for DeMar What the Magic need and what the Magic have needed for years is a point guard that can actually score and a point guard that can actually make a play for somebody else. And no, you know what the Magic... I'm a big DJ you know Augustine need? fan, but you know, come on, he's not a starting you know point guard in the need? league. They need to fire their entire player development staff. <laughs> That's the just magic, take on everything. The, no, the Magic <laughs> have the worst, tied with the Suns, with the worst player development in yeah, the I mean, in the Bob, league, like Obama isn't even a player. Done. Why? He's like, not why? even a player. Why? Why? Like yeah. he should be. Okay. Yeah. Theoretically, like the uh, that to, to Joseph's point, if the Magic develop well. You have Mo Bamba, very raw. You have Markel Fultz, obviously all of his problems, but he's still a raw team. Why didn't Jonathan Isaac become anything? He's, he's good. He's, I he's, love, he's, he's getting three better. blocks a game. He should better. be. He should be. That guy but is I'm a saying Swiss if, Army if you were to put him on the Memphis Grizzlies, I feel like he would be a much better oh, player be a, than he well, is on the John, The interesting Magic. thing with Jonathan Isaac is, like, what's his position? Because he, he, can, really play, he can kind of play all three big men. He can play... He, he can play the three. He, he can honestly play the he's two. A he buffer, can play the five. No, he's a buffer Jaron Jackson Jr. With better I, ball handling. I see but he's not, he's not as long as JJJ. He's not as, he's not yeah, as, yeah, but he is. Not as buffer. Big. He is. No, he he's, is. He's, he's so athletic. long. He's, he's so not long. as big as JJJ. All right, he's one of my all right. favorite we're, guys. We're kind of digressing into the Nobody wants to hear about the magic. Let's let's get into this week's true segment, Schnall. Yeah, so this week's segment, we decided that there are a lot of young players around the league, really exciting. And a lot of teams that are on the rise. So what we're going to do is we're going to do a little bit of a bracket, a young core bracket. And we've selected eight teams. Now, the it's kind of an arbitrary restrictions, but nobody who's, like, already a contender. For example, the Sixers have two of the best younger stars in the NBA, but they're already a contender, so they're right. on the list. Yeah, um, there are some borderlines. We included the Suns. I know that they're, like, the Suns and the Mavericks are both high up in the Western Conference standings right now, but... We included them because they haven't proven anything yet. So they're in this. And so we have eight teams. We seeded them based off of um, their records right now. And so I'll I'll read off. We have the one-seed Mavericks versus the eight-seed Pelicans, the four-seed Hawks versus the five-seed Bulls, the three-seed Kings versus the six-seed Thunder, and the two-seeded Suns versus the seven-seeded Grizzlies. And then another important distinction we got to make before is you, you may hear the name Oklahoma City Thunder. You're like, why the fuck are they on there? They just have Shea, Shea Gilgis-Alexander. That's all they have. Um, we're also including assets. 
in this. Mm -hmm. So um, with the Paul George trade and the Russell Westbrook trade, the Thunder have a ton of first-round draft picks in their future. So they definitely could make some things happen. Uh, also going on with the possibly impending Chris Paul trade. So yeah. we have we have a lot of stuff that could be going on with the yeah. Thunder there. Um, so basically, I shouldn't say young core. It's more of a future, kind of a future bracket. If you could inherit one of these teams, one of these organizations, yeah. their roster, their assets, wh who would you pick? And yeah. so how we're going to do it, we're going to go through each matchup, we're going to debate, then we're going to take a vote, and whichever team gets two votes moves on to the next round. So we'll start with the top. The Mavericks versus the Pelicans. Yeah, I, I want to start with this one. I think this is an easy upset pick for me for the Pelicans over the Mavericks. Um, and that this comes with a few things. One, it comes with the fact that the Pelicans, they simply have a better, they have more good young players than the Mavericks do. And that's, that's really not a debatable fact in the sense that we have we have Lonzo Ball, and we have Brandon Ingram, mm -hmm. and then we also have Josh Hart, who, while he'll never be a star or maybe even a, a legit starter in the league, but he's always going to be a legitimate sixth or seventh man in the league. Um, so you have those three that guys they got from the Lakers, plus you have fringe all-star candidate perennially and Drew Holiday, yeah. and then you have the guy himself, Zion Williamson, who, even without considering the health of Zion, I still think I would pick the Pelicans. But when you look at the fact that Zion is pro I, I think I'm higher on Zion than I would be on Luca if Zion's healthy. So I think that alone picks the Pelicans. Yeah, I just think they have so much potential defensively if you consider the switchability that Lonzo, Drew, Zion, yeah. Ingram provides you, the length yeah. on that team. Yeah. And um, Jackson Hayes too. Jackson Hayes, of course, I forgot to yeah. mention him. That's a great great point. Nikhil Alexander Walker, they're yeah, just they so just, so deep. They just have great like oh, so many good young mm -hmm. players and very athletic, switchy team. And it just reminds me a lot of the Raptors team last year where they just had so many dogs. They had so many athletic, switchy players. Yeah. I really like the Pelicans' future. Um, Joe, what do you think about this one? We're looking for right now or like within the next five years? Who? This is the future. So who do, who, future? You're a general Which manager and you future? can inherit. You're, you're, you're a general manager and you can choose one of these teams' rosters and picks Everything. To, be, to be yours for the next however long. Who I think I think this is an obvious choice. I, I don't even think I don't think you rank this fairly enough, Schnall. I think no, we the, went off record, off okay. the current record because yeah. we didn't know how, how else to rank it. Right. So I think that the Pelicans are the clear choice. I mean, like just looking at the Mavericks. Sure, the Mavericks have Luka Doncic. Yeah. I'm huge on Luka. Don't get me Can't wrong. I didn't. I think Luka could possibly go for most improved player this year, and I didn't even think it was possible. And like I, I thought that like Luka's performance right now would be like his peak, like. Like, this would be, like, Luca's peak in his career. But think about it. This can't be Luca's peak because he's not even in physical body shape And it's his second year. And it's just his second year. Mm -hmm. And, like, I'm, I'm a huge Porzingis guy. I don't really love what I've seen this season so far. But, like, it's coming off an injury. Give it... Gordon Hayward didn't have a yeah. great season coming no, off an injury either. You know, like, give it some time. But the Pelicans' assets in the future are just way better. First of all, Ingram is having a breakout year. Yeah. I'm huge on Ingram. He was, like, my eighth rep. Eighth round pick in my fantasy basketball league this season. <laughs> Sleeper pick. Ingram is insane. His efficiency is skyrocketing. He's learning how to pass the ball. He's just making totally smarter decisions because he's actually able to lead the team and become the scorer that he was always supposed to be. You know? Um, Zion's injured, of course, but, I mean, we're Duke students. How are we yeah. not going to be on the Zion train? Once Zion gets there, you, you saw what Zion was doing in oh the preseason. He was shooting 78%. Yeah, I think Zion might be might have historic PERs. Like yeah. it's gonna be insane. But like the fact that the Pelicans also have those Lakers like first round picks in 2023 and 2025, like that's a scary thought to think about. The yeah. fact that like they can develop 
they can develop like th- that they can develop these young players players that they have now, but then still get like top ten draft picks when these players that they're developing now are like hitting their prime or just about to yeah. enter their prime. That's a scary, scary thought. Yeah, and, like, and let's not let's the, not forget the, the fact Mavericks that just don't have those assets. Yeah. They have to ship well, away 2019's first rounder to the Hawks, and in 2020 they still have theirs. But like, how great is that going to be if they're going to be that middle of the road eighth seed? Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean I, also let's not forget the fact that like they they have all these solid players from the Lakers. The Pelicans could fuck around and trade three of those guys for a legit star. Pair that with Zion. Trade two of those guys in a pick and trade. I think like, I think Ingram becomes a star. I think Ingram becomes an sure. all-star in the next two years. Sure, well, you could go Drew, Drew Holiday, Josh Hart, and a pick for another star. Pair that with Ingram. And Zion. They have so many ways that they, this, they could lead to success. They're the best yeah. team in the league. My, my vote doesn't count here, but I would vote for the Mavericks. And the reason why is that in the NBA, there's one thing and one thing only that matters, and that's superstars. Everyone else is good, but you can't win a team. You can't win with everyone else. And obviously there's potential there for Zion will probably become one of those. And Brandon Ingram you could make an argument for. And Drew Holiday you could say maybe already is. But if I'm looking at the Mavericks and I say I know I have one of those guys in Luka Doncic, he could be there already. Um, he's he's a top 25 player in this league, top 20, maybe Luka even Doncic, higher. What do you think Luka Doncic's peak is? I don't know if he ever can become the best player in the league. I think he's a two-time All-Star. But the fact, the that's fact, it. two-time All-Star. No, no, no I mean two. My fault. Two-time MVP. <laughs> I, think I think that's his peak. I think that's fair, and I think the fact that the 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 main thing we're debating with Luka Doncic's future is whether or not he can be the best player in the league. Yeah, sure. it says something. It says yes, something yeah. about the fact that we know this guy is going to be excellent. No, that and you one, pair no that with gonna... Porzingis, who's already shown that he can be great. And I, still very I need well. Porzingis to stop shooting the three as um, much. Jalen Brunson is a good player. Rick Agreed. Carlisle, by the way, phenomenal coach. And he's, gonna, he's done a great job at putting Agreed. Luka in great positions to succeed. I, I mean, my vote doesn't count. The Pelicans have already won. But I'd vote Mavericks. Uh, let's move on. Pelicans advance Hawks to round two. Bulls. Hawks versus Bulls. I, don't, I, think we, I don't think we need to speak much. Let's just go bang, bang, bang. Well, Hawks. Yeah, yeah, Hawks. Joseph. Joe. Um, without much thought. I wish I had done some research on this. I like I'll go with the Hawks now, but I, I can see people making a case for the Bulls. I, no, there's, there's no case. absolutely no case. No case. Uh, what what no is case. the case? You have you have he you can use his Luca argument, copy and paste it here. Except mm-hmm. the Bulls don't even have anyone that you could argue could become that. I like Kobe White. I like Laurie Markinen. Yeah. I don't like. I, fine. You know what I think the weakest part of the Bulls are? Zach Levine. The Zach Levine contract. Yeah. <laughs> the, well, the contract no. Is Zach Levine's very good. He's one. He's Zach very, Levine doesn't play. He's defense. an incredible scorer. He's he's putting in more. Zach effort Levine there. is just a long. Wendell Carter. I think Wendell Carter is going to be very good. He's a what, Aaron Gordon? Long-limbed Aaron Gordon. He's just Aaron Gordon with like. What, with, Joe, what does that he's even like, mean? He's like Mr. Fantastic meets. No, like Aaron no, Gordon. No, He's just stretchy. No. Like, Zach on. Levine is freaky good. Huh? Okay. As you all know, Zach I'm a Levine Hawks will fan. never be an all-star. I watched Let's the just put four... it that way. Zach Levine will never be oh, an all-star. Yes, he will. 100% agree. He'll I think Zach Levine will be an all-star. all-star. Never, never. And, not, and not even like, like they, they don't do like all-star by conference anymore as much, but like, you know, like. Not right, even we're, a pussy we're, we're starting yeah, a new, like, guys, we're starting yeah. a new thing on the show. We won't even get it after like an all-star injury. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me, Joseph. Goran Dragic did. Excuse me. We're starting a new thing on the show. When we have disagreements like this. And we want to keep track of Put him on the, the board! Future. Yeah, that's from, uh, that's from, I hate Matthew Barry, but I like that part of his podcast. So we're going to do that here. We're going to have the board. I'm putting on the board right now. Will Zach Levine ever be an all-star? If he's an all-star this year, Joe, and I have, we have words to eat. 
And so, Joe and David every, I will put like my say life no. savings. I'll put my Duke tuition. Jason says yes. Let's we see have, how it we goes. Also have, we also have the Sixers are beating the Lakers in the finals. So you put that down for me. Even if Zach Levine's an all-star, the Bulls have no fucking argument over the Hawks. Moving on, King's Thunder. What do we think? I, I'm, I'm pretty clearly on the Thunder here. And just, just because of the picks. Mm. And I also think... I think you can make a legitimate argument that SGA is better than Darren Fox. Oh, oh, oh. I love this argument all day. Give me SGA over any fucking player on the Kings. You guys know how I feel about the Kings from the last podcast. They will have issues until they fire Vladdy fucking Divock. Yeah. Okay? Get that man out of the front office. He sucks. He is no king. He's how bitch made. How do you miss made. on Trey okay? and Luca? Okay. How do you Marvin Bagley, that's a dookie. Come on, you can't I give up on him thunder, yet. I think that the Thunder are like the 2020s, the 20th decade version of the Sixers. I think that they're a trusted process team right now, and I like their future a lot. Um, I, I don't throw that around. Listen, let's not throw that that phrase around. I think, <laughs> I, think with their, I think with their draft picks, they can be, if those are strong draft picks. Yeah, no, no, no it's fair, but it, it's not, that's not what the process was. All right, all right, all right. David, David, David let's is take a little a, bit emotional before, right Let's now. take a step back quickly. The Thunder, you're talking about assets that could be good but could not, versus the Kings, you know that they already have a good collection of players. Like, they were... Almost a playoff team last year in the in the West and De'Aaron yeah, Fox but is still on the rise. Wait, yeah. Buddy Hill still on the rise. Last year, last Listen, year. How are they doing this year? I know they haven't Schnall, been great. Schnall, give me, give me, no, Schnall, their shooting's Schnall, be bad. Paint me a picture. Give me, give, give me a path where the Kings can contend. Best case scenario, what happens? De'Aaron get, Fox wait. becomes what De'Aaron Fox so can become. The re, uh, how I'm thinking, how I'm thinking, my teams right now is I'm going like this. Within the next five years, what is this team's best case scenario? The Kings' best case scenario in the next five years is possibly getting the sixth seed. What I see the Thunder getting is like two mm. top three picks in the next five years. Also, also they still have Chris Paul that they can trade for something. Right, no, and they, they still have Steven Adams. And, and Gallinari is a solid player. Gallinari is a solid role player, okay? Yeah, SGA like, is going to develop really well by having to take on more than yes. he can chew in his sophomore season. And he also, okay? has, he also has Chris Paul to mentor him. Exactly. Wait, but wait. They also, I think, are going to trade Steven Adams at the deadline to the Celtics. The yeah. Celtics are massively interested in Steven Adams. It's not a great contract. I'd take if, they end up, if they end up getting Celtics assets... It's wraps. On top of it's that, wraps. yeah. I, I, you know, you're right. I, I mean, the Thunder, again, like, I get it. Like, the Thunder have a lot of question marks in their future. But the thing is, you're going to bank on all of the, how many, do they have, like, what, seven first round picks in the next four years? Too many to count. So many, more, probably more than that. That I, Yeah, exactly. You can't count. <laughs> and Sam Presti did a phenomenal job, I think, honestly, mm-hmm. with just realizing that this is not going to happen. Great GM, maybe get Billy season. Donovan out of there, though. All right, moving on. So, that means that the Thunder advanced to round two to play the winner of the Suns and the Grizzlies. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speak on this one first. All right, go ahead, Bob. I am picking the Grizzlies here, and Woo! this is not much of a question for me. I know the Suns are off to a hot start, and they're going to be better for the next couple of years. But to me, the Grizzlies, I am just such a huge fan of John Morant and Jaron Jackson and that fit. And John Morant is his passing so good. And to go along with his Russell Westbrook-esque athleticism, that he, I think he's just a phenomenal prospect. He's going to be one of the premier point guards in the league. Um, and then Jaron Jackson's shooting ability, his defensive ability, makes him just the perfect modern big man. Pair that with Brandon Clark, who's looked great. Um, and then they're going to have a high pick in this draft and probably next year's too. Um, Dylan Brooks is good. I just I think they're two players right now are going to be better than any two that the, that you can pick from the Suns. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll go. 
Uh, I really want to echo what you said about the Grizzlies, about JJJ and Ja. That's and all good points. I'm going to take it from the other perspective. I'm going to agree with you. I would take the Grizzlies' future. But from the other side, I trust the Grizzlies' organization so much more than I trust the Suns. Yep. And what? Okay. Let's talk about path to success for the Suns. For the Grizzlies, we get it. It's a JJJ and Ja pick and roll dominated mm-hmm. offense. It's a team that defends very well. It's a team that will just overwhelm you with their athleticism and their transition game when you talk about that Westbrook and, and athleticism. modern offense, too, based off of Exactly. And you, also, yeah. and you can also think about the Grizzlies are a very good organization. Like they, they know how to win games despite the small market and despite their lack of talent, mm-hmm. usually. The Suns, on the other hand, are the opposite of that. I don't. I, this, the reason the Suns are off to a good start is because they're getting outlier performances from a lot of their players. They're they might they're going to be better than the Grizzlies this year. They could actually make the playoffs this year. They're definitely a, a okay to good team this year. But what is their path to being an elite team? I don't I don't see it. Yeah. Who is their second guy? They're better without Aiton. Aiton is that's soft. What, that's what they've shown this year. Aiton is soft. You have to be at least if, if you're not Carl Anthony Towns offensively, you need to be an elite defender to be a good big mm-hmm. man. I think. Um, and it's just like Devin Booker, sure, he's more locked in defensively, but is he going to be able to carry an, a championship level offense on his own? I don't think. I don't think so. I think he could, but I don't think so. It's he's yet. Yeah. The thing is, I, I'm a players, player, I'm a players player. like that, players that good, when they came into the league, they were not this. No matter what team they're on, they were never this bad. Their team was never this bad for this long. Here's my issue with Devin Booker. You look at Embiid and Simmons when they came in. You look at Giannis when he came in. Even like the teams are decent. Like these players when they come look, in. Yeah, but Devin Booker, Devin like, Booker was a good player when he came to the league, right? Mm-hmm. But since he's come to the league, what has he done that just really shown growth? He's still a, a high volume. He he no, was he was like he was he was just known as a shooter. I don't think coming he showed, out of college. I don't think he was. He was uh, he had some other stuff. Okay, I don't he think was that mainly he's shown known that as much a shooter. Growth, like, He's still a pretty high volume shooter. Like, yeah, he'll give you thirty to forty. But like, who else is taking like that many shots on the Suns? Like, I also think that the Suns have some major Ewing theory going on right now. The fact that DeAndre Aiden suspended twenty five games and they're winning all these games without him, I think that they should maybe look to shop him. Yeah, find a better fit for their system. I don't think. Aiden I mean, Aaron Baines. Is Aaron Baines is better. Aaron than him. Baines is. Aaron is Baines better. is playing better he's right not now. Gonna, he's not gonna want like a multi-million dollar extension because he doesn't have the ego of Aiton who was like the number one draft pick so he, he just comes with that number one draft pick ego that he should get paid regardless of his performance and like look Aiton is fine he's a good center but is that really what you need in today's end? Yeah, the, the thing for me is I still believe in Aiton's defensive potential he doesn't have it right now but he no. has all the tools and I think I, 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 believe, in, I believe in his I ability Aiton to put it together lazy. I agree with Joseph I, I just don't I, I think it's just because like the Grizzlies have I believe in JJJ and Ja more than I believe in Booker and Eaton. And mm-hmm. beyond I that, agree. if you especially take into account the organization, and also the Suns are trying to win this year. If you look at their team, they have Dario Sarge, they have Aaron Baines, they have Javon Carter, they have a bunch of guys. They have Kelly mi- Oubre. How much do you miss Sarge? Not a lot, actually. He, <laughs> he just flumps around everybody. <laughs> I have, like, he has a soft part of my heart, but like on the basketball court. How, ma- how, ma- how much do you Covington? miss Covington? Covington, I'd, I would literally die to have Covington back on the Sixers. Yeah. I would, yeah, I'd consider trading Simmons for him. All right, so we're all in agreement about the Grizzlies winning yeah, this matchup. Okay. Let's yeah. let's move on back to the top. We have Pelicans versus Hawks, and I'm going to go first on this one. All right, I'm going with the Hawks. The same reasons I argued for the Mavericks over the over the Pelicans, but Trey Young is so good. And if you haven't watched a game of Trey Young basketball, please, 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 please watch a game. Watch Trey Young play before you jump to these conclusions about him based off of what you've heard. Because I'm telling you, you sit down and you watch this guy play. You're going to see that he's being triple teamed at half court. 
and he's still dropping 40. The, like, it's just unreal the, how many ways this guy can score. And not only that, his passing ability is already top three to five in the league. So w- behind him, you also have John Collins, who suspension's tough, but has shown the ability to be a 20-10 and 10 guy. Kevin Herter's playing, played so well down the stretch last year, and he started well this year after he came back from his injury. And then you have some switchy wings with Hunter and Reddish. And you got Bruno Fernando, who they took in the second round this year. And, I mean, I don't know. I just think that that core is so promising. Yeah. I th- okay, if you go off that, I mean, this is a really, really tough decision. I think these are the two best. These two teams have the brightest futures in the league right now. And it's tough because, like you say, like the Hawks, you know 100% they're going to have an, a superstar on their team. Trey Young is going to be a superstar. He's not there yet. He's going to be a superstar. He'll be a multi-time I'm, all-star. I'm, I'm going to go with the Pelicans, though, and that's for a few reasons. One, my biggest question with the Hawks is, Sean, I mean, you can attest this better mm-hmm. than you can because you watch them more. It's mm-hmm. like, I don't know who the second guy becomes. You need yes. you need you need a, a Robin to Trey Young's Batman. And do. I don't think Herder's Herder can be that. Herder! Fuck yes, Herder. <laughs> no, it's not. It's really not. It like, can be. I'm like he, a huge Herder guy. Not be an all, can, uh, Kevin Herder is not Can, can Kevin Reddish, Herder be an all-star? No. It's a question. Jabari Parker, who publicly says he won't play defense anymore. Jabari Parker is playing so well this year. Who publicly stated that he only gets paid to play Jabari offense. Parker is He's unreal right now. He's dunking everything in sight. And Kevin Herter, I don't know if he can do it. I think he can. But just Trae Young needs he's another a good playmaker. playmaker. This, right. is, this is my point. Yes. Steph Curry, like Steph Curry and Trey Young, Tra- Steph Curry and Trey Young run very similar offensive offenses, right? And Steph Curry, if if he's not, if he doesn't have another, sorry. Okay. It's, <laughs> 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 Dude, close. Sorry. We just had we just had Joe's roommate just walked in and. I don't even know what happened, but okay. it was kind of gross. Steph Curry <laughs> doesn't become Steph Curry if it's not for Draymond and Clay, in the sense that he would have gotten trapped every possession. You need a secondary creator. You need a secondary someone. Mm-hmm. Because or else Trey Young's going to get trapped and triple teamed all the time yeah. around pick and rolls. Yep. And he just can't. No you know one who can they do should it. trade for. It's happening right now, you know and Trey's still scoring see? 35. You know what I would love to see? Hmm. Trey Young with Jaron Jackson Jr. Oh, my God. That'd, That'd be literally be Steph Curry with Draymond 2.0. Mm, he's not really That's Draymond, though. He's got the same body type. No, not no. really. No, Draymond. He's like a little much... bit longer. No, Draymond's like thickery, of course. But like... Draymond was thicker. Draymond, and Draymond played like on the Michigan State football. All right, I have, we we have we have an embarrassing <laughs> claim to make. So Tobias Harris is officially the worst contract in the NBA. Well, well, well Tobias John Harris Wall, is officially John, the worst John, John player Wall, in John the NBA. John Wall's still on the bench, dog. Come on. All right, so so what are we saying here? I vote Hawks. What do you vote, Joe? Ah. Short and simple, baby. Pelicans. Two reasons. Okay. Zion Williamson, Brandon Ingram. You know what that's going to become? You know what that's going to become? Not Shit. as good as the Hawks, but let's move on. No, that's going to become like KD and an all-star you're, center. You're, you're like, comparisons suck, my guy. What do you mean? They suck. Brandon Ingram they is... They suck. Brandon yeah, Ingram. They're JJJ is nothing like yeah, Draymond Green whatsoever. <laughs> Dude, Brandon Ingram... Well, what's the leftovers? <laughs> <laughs> Brandon Richard, Ingram, Richard, care to chime in? Brandon what do you think? Ingram you think Pelicans was, or Hawks? For the future. The future. What, what team would you rather have for the next All right, this years? is Richard. He's Joe's roommate. He's going to chime in on this debate Huge here. Phoenix Suns fan. The Suns of the New Warriors. I'd probably say, like, Pelicans. Fuck yeah. Because, like, Trey God Young, damn it. All right, Young we don't need to listen to Richard. Trey Moving Young on. Has, Trey Young has more ceiling than anyone on the Pelicans, but Pelicans have so, so many, many players. Oh, what's the right? leftovers? Oh, it's 10 
What? Are you at a food place? All right, come on. Yeah. Come on. We're talking about basketball. We're not talking about Tandor. All right. Tandor next matchup. Like when your Thunder- second best player is John Collins, you know, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he's that's a good what player. I'm saying. Who's next ma- next matchup. The, the Pelicans won. Yeah. Okay, come on. Thunder next matchup. Versus Thunder. Thunder versus Grizzlies. Thunder. 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 And it just comes down to the Unanimous. fact that. Unanimous. Yeah, I, I don't I'm think I'm taking the Thunder, dog. All right, my vote doesn't count, so the Thunder advance. And here we go. The finals. Thunder right, versus right, Pelicans. Right. Let's, I want, let's I want no debate. Let's each let each other All talk. Bold take here. I'm going against my Duke boys. Going against Zion and Ingram. But I'm taking the Thunder. I'm a huge SGA fan. I think SGA is a multi-time all-star within the next 15 years. Fuck I've you, Tobias! God fucking damn it. <laughs> Alright, David is having some heart palpitations because of this Magic Phillies game. The Phillies are losing for Magic. Yeah. Dude, Tobias Harris has two points again. In the fourth quarter. All right, all right. Let me finish my point here. We digress a little bit too much on this podcast. Anyway, I just think that the Thunder assets are, like, way too good right now. And I also think that they have some spicy trades to make to make their assets even better. They love SGA. I think Danilo Gallinari is, like, a great role player to help, like, just, like, bring the team some veteranship, like, when they have young players. Like, sure, he won't be on the team in the next two years, but, like, whatever. Like, SGA still needs somebody to look up for because Chris Paul is going to get traded. So, like, he only has him for a few months. But... I just really like where the Thunder are headed. I really like Sam Presti as a GM. So, all right. Um, Tobias Harris with another turnover. It's like almost on cue. All right, Tobias if Harris David, stinks, wait, and David so do Joe's takes. Bring, brings up Tobias Harris one more time on this podcast. He owes me like three meals. That's fair. At Tandor. At Tandor. All right. Anyway, because Richard doesn't share. I am going with the Pelicans, and this one is not particularly close to me. Um, I mean Zion is so so good. And then you surround him with all that other talent, including Drew Holiday, who's already, who's already probably a top 25 player in the league. Um, that's just such a good young core. They also have a lot of picks. You know, they traded, they got picks from the Hawks trading DeAndre Hunter, um, and they're just loaded throughout their roster um, with the ability to grow. So I think it's yeah, an easy Pelicans. I think it's pretty easy, easily the Pelicans. I've talked about them enough. I, yeah, I, I'm just yeah. in a bad state of mind right now. It's Tobias Harris. All right, Tobias Harris aside, we've got a winner. The New Orleans Pelicans have been declared by the Spooky Shooters podcast. Joseph Robinson is also a winner for tonight because David Gillily brought up Tobias Harris one more time, (laughs) which means that on record he owes me three meals at Tandor, so I also took the dub tonight. What does Tobias Harris do? I need the answer to that question. I need the answer. All right, we're going to go before it. What does he do? Shrieky Shooters listeners. (laughs) One of you in the comments below. Let me know what Tobias Harris does well. Please, anyone. $180 million question. Yeah, he puts a, he puts a hole in your brain. All right, anyway, we're going to go before David has a panic attack on air. Um, thank you for listening. Before, before we go, one more thing. How about Duke after the Kentucky horrible oh, loss to Evansville? Oh, oh, Duke is oh. now pending a victory over Georgia Wait, State we, on Friday, little, the number one Duke? team in the country. I don't, think it, I don't think it's pending a victory. I think we are. If, if they lose to Georgia State, they're not the number one. Who's your favorite player on the team right now? It's got to be Cassius. He's playing out of his mind. I, I, I think I'll Cassius is Trey Jones. Guy. Wait, I think Cassius, Trey Jones is no, snakes I think, me I think, I think Cassius is our best player on the team. Mm-hmm. But my favorite player is Alex A- O'Connor. AOC, baby. AOC, AOC baby. AO for three? 
Huge Alex O'Connell fan. Shout out to we my love, boy. We love white athletes. We love, we we love the athletic white He's wins. just got so much swagger. And he's got mad buddies. Hey, and you he's know Joe said last time white men can't jump? But Alex, Alex O'Connell, O'Connell can jump. Talk to me. Talk to me about... There's not enough athletic you know white, white, white wings in that. You know, you know white on the Is there one? Is there one? Athletic Gordon white. Hayward used to be. Yeah, he's not. I wouldn't call him athletic. Yeah, he used to be. He's... Athletic enough. All right. Till next time, Shooky Shooter. All right. Thanks for listening. James, uh, uh, prediction, James Ennis will be next week's Streaky Shooter of the Week. Ennis the Menace. That's coming straight from David. That's prediction. A, if I get that right, Miami Joe's Miami be five Heat, Miami Heat Legend. Miami Heat Legend. All right. Thanks for listening. See you next time.